It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. It isn't about how much we can get. It isn't remembering what love would forget. I found a secret of learning to live. It's all in how much we give. And welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. For some, it's a simple gesture, a token of thanks, a warm smile, a kind word, an expression of gratitude, a way to help others less fortunate, or a way to give back while coping with your own sorrow. This morning, it's all about extraordinary random acts of kindness. Coming up, formerly homeless, a man shares how a perfect stranger took him in, helped him kick his drug habit, and saved his life. And it all started with a random act of kindness. Plus, a local woman gives the gift of life. Find out how her life-saving random act of kindness started a chain reaction that ultimately saved the lives of four other people. And it all began with her loving kindness. That's coming up later in the show. Remember to find out more information about our guests, to find out more information about the show, or for additional resources, reach out to us this morning on Facebook, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, and share your story of a random act of kindness as well. But we begin with Kat. Kat has turned her personal heartache into a way to serve others. She joins us to tell her story. Welcome to the show this morning, Kat. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing to share your story with us. Now, you have a very personal tragedy that inspired your random acts of kindness. Um, you lost your son. He was 16 years old. Tell us about the circumstances that led to the loss of your son. Um, he was diagnosed April 14th of 2009 with stage 4 Ewing sarcoma. It's a form of bone cancer. He had a tumor on his uh, pelvic bone on the right side that was the size of an adult fist. It had actually mm. already broken his pelvis bone and um, pelvic bone, excuse me, and he, and it was already healing. Um, he already had spots on his upper arm, his skull, his upper thigh, and it had metastasized to his lungs already. So when did you guys first notice that something wasn't quite right with him? Um, probably a couple months before, um, he was playing football and, um, his leg was bothering him, he would tell us. And we took him to the doctor's office and they thought he had pulled his hamstring. So they gave him physical therapy to do. And at this point he was 12 years old. And as a typical, you know, young person, he didn't do what he was supposed to do. So it got increasingly worse. Um, we took him back in, you know, completely thinking that they were just going to like kind of fuss at him for not doing what he was supposed to do. And, you know, now it's going to take longer to heal. And they did x-rays and that's when they found the tumor. Now you say after the loss of your son, you made a choice to heal. How much of that choice had to do with not only yourself, but your other children? Did that move you to, you know, heal? Definitely. Um, I am a single parent. And my other two kids definitely, you know, look to me to see how to deal with things on a daily basis. I try really hard to walk the walk, not just talk the talk. I try to lead by example as a parent. Um, kids are a lot, lot smarter than you give them credit for. And they were only 9 and 10 years old when Zachary passed away. 
And unfortunately, for the three years while Zachary was sick, they weren't in a very good situation. Um, so, yeah, that was that was huge to me. I mean, they see me cry. I don't try to hide it from them because it's understandably a loss and it hurts. But at the same time, I also show them that, you know, you kind of have to soldier on and, you know, pull up your big girl panties and, you know, that kind of thing and do the best you can. I mean, it's life isn't always perfect and wonderful and rainbows and unicorns and you just have to do the best you can with what you're given. So, okay. So when did you start performing these random acts of kindness? It was actually the fourth anniversary of Zachary's passing. Um, the previous three years I had, you know, taken the day off of work or I tried to work. Um, I tried to just get through the day and nothing seemed to really work. If I went to work, I ended up a blubbering mess. If I stayed home, I was a blubbering mess just all day long because um, I try to stay busy and I do really good at it. Um, But my downtime is when I, you know, especially those first couple of years, that's when I would really think back and and miss him and just be so sad for everything that he went through. So that fourth year, I decided to do something different. So I took the day off and I had part of my income tax return and I drove around my area and I did random acts of kindness all day. Mm. So give us an idea. What was your first random act of kindness? What did you do? Um, There's a couple things that I actually had planned. Um, I sent flowers to our um, pediatric oncology nurse. She was just absolutely wonderful, just a a bright ray of sunshine in all of this mess for three solid years. Um, I also took a bowl of fruit to my dentist office, and he's also the dentist for all my kids. Um, And every random act of kindness that I performed, and I perform the number of acts according to how old Zachary would be that year. So that year he would have been, I believe, 21. Mm -hmm. And um, so I had 21 little orange slips of paper made out. And every time I performed a random act of kindness, I left that orange piece of paper for that person to have saying that these are the circumstances and I'm bound and determined to make it a good day. And, you know, that's what I was doing. Okay, now you talked about this, that the note that you would leave behind, it had a meaning. Tell me about the meaning and the message in that note, and why was that so important? It basically said, four years ago today, I lost my son, Zachary. Um, He was 16. Um, Zachary's mantra was, keep praying, please do. Um, Zachary, in three years of being sick, even as a child, um, he never lost his faith. He never... He never doubted that he was going to be healed. He always knew there was a purpose to this journey. Um, He was always, always polite. He could have his head in a bucket throwing up, and he would still say please and thank you to the nurses. Um, I just, I, every day I think of those things and the little stuff that I go through, I think, you know, I can do this. (laughs) Kind of, it really gives you a much better perspective. Okay, and in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. All morning long, we're talking about random acts of kindness. For more information on the show, more information on our guests, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. We're talking right now to Kat Schelling. She is here this morning to talk about her son, and she has been performing random acts of kindness. Now, how do people react, you know, when you are, you know, you're giving out these random acts of kindness, what kind of reaction do you get? And how does that make you feel? Initially, 
Usually it's definitely, you know, they're surprised, they're shocked, they're um, very happy about it. Um, it's actually a really, really good feeling. If I could afford to do it every day the way I do it that one time a year, I would. Um, it's actually the one of the happiest things I've ever participated in in my whole life. I mean, it's better than, you know, a birthday present or, you know, anything like that. It's just because it's so unexpected. Um, and then when they find out the reason behind it, they're, you know, kind of sad, um, kind of understanding, you know, they're usually like, oh, I'm so sorry, or, you know, bless you. Or, But most of the time, I don't hang around to see their reactions. Um, I just leave the piece of paper, like a lot of them were like drive throughs like, you know, run through the coffee shop drive through and pay for the person behind me and leave the piece of paper or, you know, go into my my very local coffee shop and give them $20 and say, you know, here's for the next four people or, you know, whatever it may be. So most of the time I'm not around to see it, but you know, we do some other things throughout the year as well in honor of Zachary. And, and it's usually a mixed, a mixed emotion, but most people are very thrilled with it. And, you know, that's what I wanted. I want people to be happy. Okay. So let's talk about this. And I think this is very generous and it just shows how much you give. Um, You use, a portion you talked about this you use a portion of your own personal income taxes to fund your random acts of kindness yes wow i can't see anybody else paying for it that just wouldn't seem right to me mm-hmm. um and as i said we do things all throughout the year as well in zachary's honor that come out of my own pocket um i paint bags for a, a local organization called Joshua's Camp. I paint their logo on little string backpacks. Um, I donate glass pieces and quilts and Afghans to um, other people that are battling cancer and they're having some sort of a fundraiser. Um, And everything comes with something that's orange on the item in memory of Zach. Zachary was born in Tennessee where I lived at the time. And so orange is a big thing. We have a, I have a Zach memory garden out front. It has, um, just everything in it is orange. The flowers bloom in orange. Um, it has a great big palette sign that I painted that said there's always, always, always something to be thankful for. And that's what I try to remember every day. All right. And so how is this all helping you to heal? Um, well, I think it, for the most part, it, it, again, busy is good for me. Um, but when Zachary was first diagnosed and we were posting to Caring Bridge, Um, We had people respond and say, you know, because of you, I I hugged my kids a little bit more today or, you know, we went to church or whatever. And Zachary said, you know, if if nothing else, you know, if there's some good that comes out of us being on this journey, he goes, at least there's that. And I think that's kind of the same thing. I can't I can't let everything he went through and his passing be for nothing. Okay, so let me ask you this. Now, three years, that had to take a toll on you and your family, um, three years of the diagnosis and living um, with, you know, with cancer, with your son. Tell me about that, because I'm sure that was in a whole nother emotional piece, I'm sure. Um, actually, the day that Zachary was diagnosed, the next day, they found black mold in our home. My father passed away to leukemia, mm. and they closed the doors where I was working. So in wow. 48 hours, I was jobless, homeless, fatherless, and I had a very sick child on my hands. Okay. And so, and then I'm sure even though through those three years as well with, you know, with doctor's appointments and illness and things like that. Yeah, it was, a uh, it was our normal for three years. 
and when he passed away, I, I almost didn't know what to do. I mean, I was so used to, you know, you know, the whole schedule that we had getting up in the morning and flushing his lines and then the three times a week going to the doctor's office to have lab draws. And it was complete chaos and it was awful. You know, watching your child as a parent, that's what you're supposed to do is keep your child safe. And I couldn't do anything. All I could do is be there. I couldn't make it better. I couldn't make it go away. That part of it was probably the worst. So how are you managing things today emotionally? You talked a little bit about this because I'm sure you have your good days and your bad days. How do you handle those bad days and what are they like? They're honestly not as frequent and not as bad as they used to be. When Mm. he first passed away and people would tell you it gets better and I would think absolutely not. Um, It still hurts just as much as it did. Um, I can't live my life in the past. Number one, because my other two kids are looking to me to see how to deal with things. Um, It gave me a very good perspective on everything. I mean, when Zachary was sick for those three years, all I wanted was the normal that everybody else complains about, you know, the daily things like I need to get new tires on the car and how am I going to pay for this? And, you know, my gosh, I got three things to do after work and all I really want to do is go home. And I didn't have a job. I didn't have all of that you know, normal stuff that people complain about all day long, every day, you know, and it's the little things. That's just it. They're little things. And in comparison, so now everything else is a cakewalk in the comparison to those three years. Okay. And again, in case you're just tuning in all morning long, we're talking about random acts of kindness. We're talking to Kat. Kat is here this morning to share her story. For more information, you can reach out to us again on Facebook, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Now, what are you hoping the recipients of these generous acts, are you expecting them or hoping that they will pay it forward? Um, It would be nice. I think sometimes, again, if it just gives you a different perspective on things, if you just keep in mind how much worse things could be, I think it makes your everyday life much easier. Uh, A lot of people do, you know, from what I hear, they, you know, turn around and they try to do the same thing. Um, For some people, it's very easy. For others, it's very difficult. But I would I would think so. Just spread some kindness. I think the world definitely needs it. Okay. And finally, this morning, what do you think your son is thinking about looking down and thinking about what you're doing? These random acts of kindness. I made the whole thing without crying. Now you're going to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, I would like to think he's proud of me. I would like to think that he's happy with how I'm doing and um, how the kids are doing his younger brother and sister and the things that we do in his honor, I'd like to think he's proud of me and he's happy that we're not, you know, just wallowing in the bad and, um, you know, trying to spread joy, as I said. So I think he'd be proud. And finally, this morning, Kat, if our listeners would like to reach out to you, if they would like to find out more about you and more about your story, how can they reach out to you? How can they find out more? <laughs> Who wants to do that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Zachary's Caring Bird site, I believe, is still up and running. It's um, Zach Hartzell, H-A-R-T-S-E-L-L. Um, or you can find me on Facebook. It's Katmandu, K-A-T-M-A-N-D-U. All right. Thank you so much, Kat, for taking time to share your story. I really do appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Blessings to you. You too. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye, dear. Stick around. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine in a moment. We conquer cancer. For the mom-to-be, 
who is out of treatment options, for the doctor who has a brilliant idea but needs research funding, for the people who faced cancer head-on and climbed incredible heights while they were with us, for the children who celebrate the end of chemo. We conquer cancer for all who have been touched by it. Conquer Cancer accelerates breakthroughs in research and care for every cancer, every patient, everywhere. Join us at conquer.org.